Transforming care through genomic medicine, personalized therapeutics, health services and outcomes research, and innovations in healthcare delivery. We're Children's Mercy Kansas City, presenting our audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. So our topic today is pediatric telemedicine, hype or health? My guest is Dr. Jay Portnoy. Dr. Portnoy is the medical director of telemedicine at Children's Mercy Kansas City, and he's also professor of pediatrics at the University of Missouri Kansas City School of Medicine. Dr. Portnoy, welcome to the show. Um, hi, thank you for having me. So I read that, and this is a, a quote from Children's Mercy, telemedicine has been around in various forms for decades, but is the promise of telemedicine more hype than actual health improvement? So let's start there, Dr. Portnoy. What's your opinion? Is telemedicine hype or health? Um, well, obviously, I think it's health. And the evidence I have for that is a study we recently did where we compared a group of patients with asthma who lived in either Joplin, Wichita, or St. Joe, uh, and they either had to drive to Kansas City and be seen or they had, were able to be seen by telemedicine. Uh, and uh, we were able to demonstrate that their outcomes were the same, that they didn't do any worse and, in fact, most of them were extremely happy when they didn't have to drive all the way to Kansas City to get their care. Yeah. So I'd say so health the, is, is at least as good. Yeah. Yeah. So here's – but the technology's been around for decades, right? So why, why now? Why is telemedicine growing in popularity today? Well, the technology has matured. Uh, in, you know, in the past we've had the Internet, but the Internet didn't have quite as many capabilities as it does now. Now we have the capability for real-time video conferencing with high-resolution cameras. We have digital auto, uh, uh, stethoscopes. We also have digital uh, otoscopes and high-resolution cameras, so you can look in the, in the nose. You can do a physical exam of the skin. You can even look in the eyes. I was looking at a fundoscope. It's, it's amazing the kind of technology that's now available that can be used to take care of patients at a distance. Yeah. And all of that's really come up in just in, in the past few years, right? So, you know, maybe 10 years ago, we didn't have the ability to listen to the heartbeat or look into somebody's eye, right? But that, but today we're able to do that. What's the experience like for the patient? Why don't you tell us about that? Well, the patients love it, especially the kids. They, they, they see this robot, they, they laugh, they, they wave at it. I'm, a, I'm your computer doctor. Uh, they, they really like it. Um, what happens when you're talking to a parent uh, is that the technology disappears very quickly. So initially you acknowledge there's a computer, there's a screen, but then suddenly you're just talking to them and you don't even notice that it's at a distance. So it really becomes very transparent. It's a window that allows the patients and the physicians to meet each other in cyberspace without having to travel physically these long distances that we have in Kansas and Missouri. So you've hit on some of the benefits, obviously, of telemedicine, um, you know, not, not having to travel long distances, for instance. Are, are there any other benefits you'd like to share with us about telemedicine? Well, well, the thing is that we have a very rural population in Kansas and Missouri. Uh, it's not just the convenience of traveling. It's the access to specialty care. Most specialists choose not to practice in small towns in western Kansas, as an example. So those people really don't have access. It's not fair. There's, the equity is very poor. Uh, this allows somebody in Dodge City to have access to the same specialty care that somebody in suburban Kansas City would have. Um, so it, it, it allows people to, who need that kind of care to um, have access, to uh, um, be able to um, see their doctor when they need to see it. 
um, and, and, it, and it really leads to improved health, and it reduces cost also. So uh, many reasons why this is a huge advantage. As you were implementing the telehealth services at Children's Mercy, what were some of the challenges that you faced? Obviously, some of the challenges were regulatory. Um, insurance companies didn't want to pay for it. Um, legislatures didn't want to have laws that would allow it. You weren't allowed to do patients, see patients by telemedicine for a long time. That's changed, though, especially in, in the state of Missouri, where we have a legislature that is extremely supportive of telemedicine. They recently passed a bill that allows telemedicine to be practiced uh, when patients are in a medical facility, but also in the schools. So students can now be seen by telemedicine when they're at school. They don't have to leave to go to a doctor's appointment. Um, they can also be seen in a hospital facility nearby. So if I want to do an inpatient consult from one uh, campus to another, uh, all of the specialties are now able to do that. Um, also, um, we can do it uh, at home. So patients can actually stay home and have a follow-up appointment without having to travel to a, a doctor's office or a medical facility. So many, many, many things have now opened up because of the legislative changes. There's, there's also kind of an attitudinal change. A lot of people felt that telemedicine somehow was an inferior thing to do. It was a compromise. But, but I think now that we're more accustomed to telepresence, to video conferencing, and, and use of the Internet, people feel more comfortable seeing their doctor this way. So the, that kind of barrier has uh, slowly been evaporating over time. And do you think also the fact that you're able to do truly a physical exam with some of the technology? You mentioned looking into a child's eye. Um, you have the digital stethoscopes. I mean, do you think that's also helping to change the the attitude towards telemedicine? It changes the attitude, but only because people have this misperception that the physical exam is a really important component of what we do. Most of what we do as providers, as doctors, is we talk to people. I get a history, I find out what their symptoms are, when they have them, and so on. The physical exam usually doesn't add very much to my clinical decision-making algorithm. It's, it, people think it's so important because it's dramatic on TV, you see doctors doing it, but, but the physical exam really isn't that critical of a component. But it was something that was absolutely essential to be able to do in order for this technology to be effective for I, I can't bill a patient unless I do a physical exam. And, and right. so that, that ability to see a patient, bill them, uh, and uh, provide medical care uh, was enabled by our ability to do this physical exam, even though it may not be the most critical component of what happens. What specific telehealth services are provided at Children's Mercy? Well, right now, we provide uh, real-time um, uh, telemedicine visits, so you can have a clinic visit with your provider in, uh, Saint, in, in a number of different clinics around Kansas and Missouri. So that's one service that we provide so people can see their provider without having to travel long distances. Uh, in addition, we are now uh, setting up a process where you can have inpatient consults done. So if I'm at downtown campus and somebody at Mercy South needs to see an allergist, I can see them by telemedicine. Um, we also uh, are setting up a schools program so the patient can uh, see a doctor at school. The parent doesn't have to leave work either. They can uh, video conference in. We can have a three-way conference, and um, patient can be seen, parents there. Uh, patient students don't have to leave school. Parents don't have to leave work. Um, we're also uh, setting up a home visit program. So if somebody's discharged from the hospital and you want to have a quick follow-up to make sure they're doing okay, 
Uh, you can log into an iPad and, and see them that way. Our, our development and behavior folks are seeing patients by telemedicine just using pure video conferencing because they don't need to do a physical exam. Uh, so th those are some of the things, and we're constantly expanding the scope and range of the services that we provide using this important technology. So I'm speaking with Dr. Jay Portnoy. He's the medical director of telemedicine at Children's Mercy Kansas City. Dr. Portnoy, where where do you see th this technology going in the future? Or what is the future of telemedicine? I, I think telemedicine is a way of democratizing our ability to see our patients. So that somebody who lives in a rural community, someone who doesn't have access to a specialist, can get the same access that everyone else has. It's a democratizing system. I see it expanding so that more and more practices and, and, and regions and, and, and patients have access to this kind of service more conveniently. Um, so you can see your doctor anytime you need to just by pressing a screen and talking to them instead of, you know, in the middle of the night wondering, do I have to go to an emergency room or what, what should I do? You can get the answer when you need it. Uh, so it democratizes it. It makes it instantly available. It's on-demand medical care. It's what our citizens all want, and it's, it's I think, what's going to lead to improved health outcomes uh, for all of us. Dr. Portner, thank you for the work that you're doing with the telehealth services at Children's Mercy, and thank you for coming on the show today. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy Kansas City. For more information, you go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Mike Smith. Thanks for listening.